Welcome to the Dream Home Movement. This is your weekly dose of Dream Home Inspiration, bringing you clever hacks and tips from the very best local experts with your hosts, Tara and Joe. Welcome everybody, it's Tara here on the Dream Home Movement and today I'm joined as always with my lovely co-host Joe from Violetta Finance. Hello. Hello and we have a very special guest with us tonight and it's it's Jackie from the Diggers Club. We're going to talk to Jackie a little bit about the Harvest Festival and the Hernswoods Gardens and maybe pick her brain for a few expert garden planning tips. Looking forward to it. Yay. Good show in store. It's one of my favourite topics today. We're talking about gardens. Now, it may be my favourite topic. doesn't mean I'm good at it. <laughs> mm, same here. I'm so pumped for, for um, tonight's episode. I was so excited before the show that I choked on excitement and air, didn't I? Yes, you did. You <laughs> did. choking fit because I'm, I'm a brown thumb as well, but I'm just really looking forward to this. I just like looking this. at plants. So anyway. do I. Yeah. So we do have an expert. We have Jackie here from the Diggers Club, and Jackie is also the seed manager and she's very passionate about all things plants and seeds as you would be she is a qualified horticulturalist have i did i get that right yeah, <laughs> that must be part of the course <laughs> <laughs> with a background of in outdoor education and sustainability wow that's beautiful jackie so welcome to the show thanks for coming we really appreciate it for listeners who haven't heard of the diggers club or haven't heard of heronswood before mm. what is it well, it's actually, would you believe, the largest gardening club in Australia. So we've got more than 75,000 members and a bit of an icon on the peninsula as well. We've got a beautiful garden and a historic house based in Dramana. Oh, wow. With beautiful orchards and produce gardens and perennial borders all there to go and see. Oh, fantastic. So, so it's, it's a community of gardeners. There'd be professionals and there'd also be amateur gardeners as well. Yeah. Absolutely. We've got, as part of our membership, we've got people that are incredibly experienced gardeners, but we've also got people like you that maybe <laughs> they start off as brown thumbs, but they want to get a little bit greener. And so, you know, we're really here to help with all of our expertise for people to learn and to build the garden of their dreams. That sounds so fantastic. If you join the club, how does it work? Do you get access to people who know what they're doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So there's not just people like me. We've got a whole range of amazing horticulturists that specialise in all things from plants to garlic to hardware. And so members not only get these gorgeous magazines with all of these beautiful pages of seeds and plants and information and tips on how to become a good gardener, you also get to visit some of our beautiful gardens like Heronswood. We've got a couple more in Victoria as well where you can get inspired. Oh, fantastic. And you can get all different kinds of wonderful ideas and, you know, just lots of inspiration and aspiration on, on what you could do in your own garden. Oh my gosh. And I guess Heronswood's quite topical because we're talking about dream homes on the peninsula. Mm. And for me, if I had to picture a dream home garden, it would have to be Heronswood. Like the yes. way it's just stunning, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. And it's just got a little bit of everything, I think, for anyone, whether you like edibles, whether you just want a beautiful flower garden or something a bit more formal. It's just kind of got something for everyone. It does, doesn't it? Tell me a little bit more about your very special role as the seed manager, seed club manager, 
and yeah, about the library. Absolutely. So I'm not sure if some of your uh, members will be familiar, but what what an area that we're really proud about at Diggers is our heirloom seeds and all of the work that we've done over 40 years to not only find incredible Australian heirlooms, but also maintain those varieties. So heirlooms are really rare, open pollinated seeds that have been passed down through generations. They've got some incredible names as well. And they're really unique vegetables. So you can get tomatoes of any different kind of colour, some pumpkins that are, you know, bigger than this desk to tiny little ornamental knobbly pumpkins. Like there's a whole world of wonder when it comes to heirlooms. And they're very special because they are passed down from gardener to gardener through generations and they're seeds that you can save and pass on to your friends and family as well. Oh, how exciting. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so so the seeds that are in your library, mm. by rights, they've come from years and years back. Yeah. So not only not only do we have a, an incredible gallery at Heronswood that really showcases some of the diversity that you can see and also highlights how important it is to maintain these varieties for future generations. But we've also got an amazing range of seeds in our seed walls as well, so things that people can purchase and take home. You could grow, you know, from the tiniest little blueberry deep blue purple tomato to big whoppers called mortgage lifters. Mortgage lifters. You need one of those, Joe. <laughs> when we come on um when we come on Sunday, yeah. uh, you're gonna buy a pack I'm of mortgage lifters. Absolutely. <laughs> They'll be like our, our business's mascot. <laughs> well I I'm really into food and I think what, what really excites me about the heirloom vegetables is they taste pretty amazing and that's what i think sets heirlooms apart from other hybrids that you might see on your supermarket shelf is that gardeners pass these seeds on because they just taste so fantastic and as you know as a home cook you know you just want to have that flavor Mm. and those that beautiful produce that you can share with friends and family as well and that's what's really special about heirlooms is, and what sets them apart is that flavour. And so, you know, have, being able to have all of that wonder in your mouth and in your garden, it's just incredible. Yeah. <laughs> because that that's the focus is on collecting things that are special mm. and, um, you know, biodiversity, as opposed to quite often seeds you'll find in other situations are about the economic reality aren't yeah, they yeah absolutely yeah. something that can possibly sit in a truck for two weeks and, yeah. and sit on a, a supermarket shelf for longer mm. like they're really great at though you know those tra- tomatoes are really great to be transported but yeah. they might not be really awesome in your posadas or something like yes that. <laughs> <laughs> i like your thinking mm. <laughs> probably one other thing that i'm really interested about the choice of plants in Heronswood. It's really interesting. There's a bit of everything, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, you know, just with the block or something like that, people have their own style. They yes. want to build something for themselves. Yep. And um, and you can do that in many different ways from having beautiful evergreen um, shrubs to having beautiful summer flowering plants and big shade trees you can really yep. create the garden of your dreams too yeah mm. it's very interesting because it's not like some of the gardens that you see like um the botanic gardens or whatever they have mm. like a very strong theme like they're completely native mm. or they're completely this and completely that but heronswood's a bit of a mix of everything isn't it mm. yeah mm. absolutely all right well coming up next joe will be asking jack how to plan your own backyard
Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. I'm Jo. I'm joined here in the studio with Jackie from the Diggers Club. And we're having a great chat about the Diggers Club and gardening, heirloom vegetables. If people want to learn more about the Harvest Festival, mm. where can they go to get some oh, information? It's really easy to just jump onto our website. So yes. that's www.diggers.com.au. We've got a What's On page, so we'll have oh, plenty good. of information. Also contact phone numbers if you want a little bit more. So feel free to get some more information and come on down for the weekend. And there's also a good Instagram page that I've been stalking a little bit as well. And what's the handle for that? Oh, what is it? It's it's just Diggers, I yeah, think. Just oh, yeah, Diggers Club. Oh, just Diggers Club. Yeah, yeah Diggers yeah, Club. Easy. Diggers Club, yep. Yeah. And, and on Facebook as well with some beautiful images too. Do you have any tips for anyone who's planning a new backyard um, yeah. or front yard, uh, especially for someone with young children? Well, it's a great opportunity because it's, it's, you know, it's a chance to get the kids involved as well. Mm. I definitely get a bit, you know, if you are a beginner, yes. um, getting a bit of information under your belt will help you and ensure that you do have some success. Mm. Um, making sure that you get some more information about what will grow well in your area. So a good nursery like the Diggers Club we qualified horticulturists like that will be able to coach you through that process and oh, give you wow. some good information and ideas about what you might want to do. And we can also help you in understanding what kind of soil you might have right. and orientation so that you can choose plants and select the right things that are going to really succeed in your garden. Fantastic. So what, would mm. we bring like a little bucket of soil in oh, or yeah. would that be weird? <laughs> I, from, well, probably not. From that your group, response, yeah. from your <laughs> no, response Tara, I'm guessing that's weird. No, it's not. No, no it's no. not weird. No. Um, but we actually sell testing kits that you can use yourself. Oh, okay. But if you just describe it to us, often we can give you tips. Like okay. it's very yeah. easy to work out whether it's real heavy clay or whether it's you know, free drain, draining sand, which right. it is on some areas in, in the peninsula, and we can guide you with some tough plants to plant in that area. Fantastic. Mm. If we were thinking of planting a veggie patch, this is broadcasting live now, which is mm. late February, just in case someone's listening to the replay. Right now it's late February. What is what would be good to plant now? Yeah, so we're right at the end of summer now. So yes. you're harvesting, now you're harvesting all of those beautiful summer veggies like your tomatoes and mm. eggplants and your zucchinis. So you're actually coming to the end of all of those beautiful summer crops and right. you might even have a little bit of a glut or just finishing off your harvesting. Yes. And now it's time to think about what you want to eat for winter. And right. So mm. When I think about winter, I think about hearty things mm. like, you know, your garlics, all your allium family, like in an, in the next couple of months will be time to start planting onions and things. Right. But also beautiful coloured cauliflowers and unusual broccolis and yes. brassicas, all that hearty stuff that can kind of keep you warm during those colder months. Oh. I love I love that approach. So yeah. you think about what do I want to be eating and only plant mm. that next well, season. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why, why foster stuff you're not going to eat anyway? Mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that 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 makes that makes, makes love, perfect sense. It does. Yeah. It does. That does make perfect sense. We have a question that we ask all of our guests mm. every week. It's a little bit personal, and uh, the question is: When you hear the phrase "dream home," what does it mean to you? Well, I think it means a sanctuary to me. So somewhere mm. to escape and recharge in and, you know, get away from the modern world. But for me as a gardener, I just love plants so much that I just, I just, you know, want 
to one day get towards building my, you know, wonderland of plants with beautiful produce and and gorgeous perennials and and bits of wonder and whimsy here and there. Yeah. Oh, that sounds fantastic. And it's interesting whenever we ask guests about dream home, most of them do that their expressions change just mm, like yours yeah. did because it's a real it's a really emotional question mm, it's, yeah. um you can see people visualizing it and it usually does have to do with the way the home feels or the the, the lifestyle yeah so, it's yeah. never about bedrooms no it's it? not <laughs> never. No, you have to have someone say it needs to have five bedrooms it's all, which would be fine because that could be a, yeah. a requisite but it's usually is well not even about, the builder jared no 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 yeah, he spoke about about, um, yeah. the environment and yeah. the land and that sort yeah. of stuff. Well, I think, um, should we go to Carl or is that happening later? I think we might go to a song and we'll come Perfect. back to Carl for the finance segment. And today we are going to discuss the riveting topic of interest rates. Oh, shit. Look, after gardening, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I might need to lie down after this and, and scotch. <laughs> Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement and we are heading into our finance segment. We've got Carl Violetta from Violetta Finance on the line. Now, if you're new to the show, I'll let you know that Carl happens to be my husband, which is why we have weekly access to him, but he is at home with the kids. So we're hoping that he is still on the line. Carl, are you there? Good evening, guys. How are we? (laughs) Are you surviving, Carl? Oh, we are. Off to a cracking good night, so <laughs> we're doing well thus far. Okay, that's 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 good. So uh, we won't chat any further about the kids. We might get stuck into some serious stuff, which is yeah. uh, which is something I know that you are very passionate about. Interest rates. <laughs> Interest rates. Yeah, that's my favourite my, my favourite topic. Uh, it's one of those favourite topics that I could spend all night on. What do you guys want to know about? Interest rates. Well, look, the reason that you love interest rates is that as uh, you work as a mortgage broker, that's your business. So you, you need to live and breathe interest rates. And we were chatting over the weekend about an article in the financial review, which actually was talking about Tim Tui, who's a global economist for Elston Capital. And he is predicting that the Reserve Bank or the RBA, the Reserve Bank of Australia will start lifting the cash rate in the second half of this year. He thinks that these rises will see the cash rate rise by 125 basis points. What are your thoughts on that, Carl? Yeah, look, that that has been a very commonly reported about interest rates riding in the second half of this year. I've heard that from many economists. And look, my my thoughts on on the subject is that I don't think interest rates are going to go lower than where they are are at now and the property market in certain areas of Australia is is still sort of chugging along quite nicely. I think that rate rise there's probably going to be a quarter percent rise between sort of you know July to December and that kind of probably will set an upward trend in my opinion in terms of where the variable rates is gonna is gonna go. Interest rates have been so low for so long that you know I, I don't think that they can get any lower. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, they've, they've been at record, record lows, haven't they? Oh, 100%. Mm. Yeah, 100%. Many lenders are, you know, very, very, uh, I guess, competitive and they're pricing to get business, particularly on the fixed rate side of things. You'll find a lot of 
fantastic pricing on two-year fixes or three-year fixes. They're encouraging, I guess, customers to sort of lock in a good good interest rate before it starts to swing upwards. Okay, so what does this mean for homeowners or people that own a mortgage? Because I, I hear a lot, uh, the questions that I often see or hear, uh, should I fix my, my interest rate? Uh, so what do you think homeowners should do in regards to the interest rate? I've been constantly been having this conversation since the beginning of this year. Um, when I look at my, my work, probably over the last, say, two months, a majority of it is actually refinancing. And the, co- the conversations that I'm having with my customers is that while rates are so low and you want to take advantage of it because once it starts to rise up, you know, it's going to be very hard to try and lock in these prices at where they currently are at now. Mm-hmm. If you are concerned about your mortgage repayment being adjusted higher because you're on a variable rate, well, maybe it's now a, a good time to sort of reconsider about maybe fixing for two or three years uh, in a lower rate, locking your repayment so you know what you're going to pay each week, each fortnight, each month for the next two or three years. So take that guesswork out of it. Yeah, look, I think I think that can be a smart idea just with your family budget as well. I, I mean, we 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 personally work off a off a budget, so it can be really handy to know exactly what your outgoings are every month. Yeah, look, I mean, personally for us, you know, we've we've gone from a four point one nine to now a three point seven nine percent, which we've locked in for three years. So you know, we know what we're, our repayments are going to be for the next three years and we're, we've kind of, sort of committed to staying where we are for the next two or three years so we're comfortable with that decision. If you are looking at fixing your rate, it's also very important to know that if you want to get out of it early, it can cost you some money. It's called a break cost fee right. um, and it's usually calculated with the balance of the fixed term remaining. So if you are looking to sell your house within the next one to two years, you know, maybe lock in for one or two years. But if you're staying put for a little bit, then, you know, you might want to consider locking in for three. Well, it's it's very lucky for us that we know a good mortgage broker. <laughs> yeah, I wonder who that could be. <laughs> for people that don't have a mortgage broker in their family, what, yeah. what should they do? Home loan health check is definitely the way to go. So you want to get an understanding of what your current home loan interest rate is at. A lot of people that have home loans and are very comfortable with their home loans generally don't check their home loans. They just leave it aside. You want to check what your current rate is. And if it's sort of around about the, you know, high fours, above 4.7, you're definitely paying too much in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And that's when you call, if you have your mortgage broker and you still have that relationship, or if you don't have one, then you can certainly contact myself. Yep. And I'd happily, you know, walk you through the process and give you some options in terms of what what rates are uh, that can be available to customers now. How can people get in contact with you? Yeah, Facebook is a great way to get in touch with us. That's mm-hmm. Violet Finance. That's Violet with an A. Otherwise, they can give me a call on my mobile, which is. Uh, am I allowed to send my mobile out? Yeah, that's okay? fine. Go on. Yeah. Sorry. So it's zero four two four. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Carl. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. You are here with Tara today from Building Dreams. 
I thought I would run past a few interesting things for Market Watch. The first thing I want to talk about is doomsday reports because they always prop up here and there, don't they? They do, yes. (laughs) Because they make really good headlines. The latest one that's come across, I've come across is in the Herald Sun. It's by Frank um, Shung. And it says the financial doomsday say Australia property prices could crash by 50% in the coming global crisis. So. Oh, gee, that's, uh, um, that's significant. It is quite significant, yes, isn't it? Yes, 50%. <laughs> so look, I just wanted to talk a little bit of, about where we're situated here on the peninsula and, um, how things are going for us at the moment. I mean, Australia is very much a lucky country. We have good immigration. We have a population that's growing, particularly Victoria. Um, they predicted that um, the population of Victoria may even grow, outgrow Sydney, but that could be, I'm just saying that because I'm Victorian. <laughs> <laughs> but one way or another, I looked up the stats on the um, council website and they're predicting about uh, 10% growth by 2036. So our population will grow. It's projected by 20,000 by 2036. So that's a lot of people who... In, are, sorry, was that in Melbourne or on the no, peninsula? No, just the peninsula itself. Oh, gosh. Just okay. the peninsula. So 20,000 new people by 2036. 20,000 very smart people. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> who know a good thing when they see it. That's right. <laughs> and I think, I think that sort of gets onto my other point that what you have to remember remember about the peninsula is the peninsula has very much changed since the peninsula link has come into action our prices are seeing that knock-on effect in full motion now and prices are rivaling what you'll find in some suburbs of Melbourne right yeah the greater Melbourne so yeah it, it is a very desirable place to live it's got all these beautiful um, beaches lots of natural beautiful nature down here lots of really good facilities lovely schools lovely cafes lovely restaurants just everything you'd want in a lovely suburb and being that the prices have just grown and grown and grown and grown mm. and they're not looking to sway any way like in Mount Martha there's groups of at least 30 so that's 30 people really interested um looking at houses yes um so it's a very competitive market there's lots of people who would love to buy into the area so it doesn't look like we're going to Anytime soon, experience a 50% crash. That'd be very unfortunate if we did, but the peninsula does represent really good value for money on many, many, yeah, on, on, in many, many different areas. There are still opportunities mm. to, yeah, to actually, um, buy the worst house in the best street yeah. or there's a lot of townhouse developments happening in Mornington. Yeah. There's also, it's, it's, it's completely changing landscape. We're not just talking about holiday shacks anymore. I mean, there are fabulous holiday shacks. Well, you couldn't call them holiday shacks in Portsea, mm. <laughs> <laughs> but really it's, it's becoming people's main home where they're actually living. So they're willing to spend yeah a fair amount of money and buy something lovely. So Absolutely, a great place to get your foot in the door too. Thank you very much for joining us tonight, Jackie. We really appreciate it. From the Diggers Club, that's all we have time for tonight. Yes. It was great chatting with you as always. Thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to speaking with you again next week. Good luck with all of your dream home projects. Come over and chat to us on Facebook and let us know how they're going. Until then, bye. Bye.